It's time to go beyond the headlines Cause I don't put in overtime just so I can headline Okay, now it's Fox Sports, I'm live at Renee Going hard every day, sports rapping every play Different segments for your favorites Coming at you daily with positive vibes Yeah, we some game changers Basketball, football, soccer With different interviews, you never know who may pop up Listen, <laughs> only on Beyond the Headlines This is Beyond the Headlines <laughs> Only on Beyond the Headlines This is Beyond the Headlines <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome into our newest edition of Beyond the Headlines. I'm your host, Renee Washington. I'm so I'm so excited to bring you today's episode because last few episodes we've been very heavy into music, learning about some upcoming rappers and artists. Well, today I have to take you on a spiritual journey as we have our positive vibes only segment with a great guest joining us from out of Arizona. That's right, we are all over the map on this show. And we have a guest joining us from Arizona. He goes by the name of Pharaoh Kyle. He's going to be talking to us about his spiritual journey, his work as a transformation coach, as an entrepreneur, his seminars, his book, all the great things that he has coming up and that he's working on. And I am so excited to bring you some positivity and inspiration today as we get into our positive vibe only segment. So I hope you guys are ready because I know I am to learn more about Pharaoh Kyle and all the great things he's got going on in Arizona. What's up? This microphone Rocky and with everything going on right now, we can all use a lot more positivity in our lives. Thankfully, we got Renee Washington here with Positive Vibes Only. All right, here he is joining us from the beautiful Arizona. It's a little bit nicer than it is in New Jersey, I guess. Uh, but we've got our guest, Pharaoh Kyle, Ryan Kyle, and we'll learn more about that too. But welcome. It's nice to have you here joining us for our Positive Vibes Only segment. Hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Listen, as I was hearing and listening to that intro, I was like, man, I need you to go with me everywhere. I feel <laughs> up here. <laughs> about how you uh, presented me. So thank you so much for that. It was lovely. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I'll be your cheerleader. I'll root you on, yep. give you the intro, you know, alley-oop you so you can take it off from there. But uh, you do a lot of incredible things. And I definitely want to get into it because I feel like people need some extra positivity, especially as we're getting into the holiday season. So with the change of seasons, the change of weather, all that's going on, it's definitely, I feel like more now than ever, like mental health is a bigger focus on even how we're coming out of COVID and how we're getting fully into the fall. So I'm curious to know first, what's going on with you? What's new? How's your October going? How are things going on your end personally and professionally? Awesome. I mean, October is amazing. October is amazing. It's so interesting because, you know, we're talking about seasons, but I'm into, you know, seasons, the astrology, what's going on on the planet. And, you know, in astrology, we just went past, we ended a retrograde um, about two days ago. And for those of you who don't know, retrograde is a time where, you know, astrologers believe that the planet Mercury from the vantage point of the U.S. or from the world, rather, it looks like it's spinning backwards. And Mercury is the planet that deals with communication. So a lot of miscommunications and things like that going on. So with that, you know, I've seen a lot of people that I, I work with, they've had lots of... um miscommunication in relationships, heard things wrong, took things the wrong way. So I'm, I'm, I'm very glad that that season is over and um, we can get right back on track. I'm not a big astrology person. I'm getting better at it. I'm starting mm -hmm. to understand more of zodiac signs, astrology, what each time of year means. Um, and it's, it's really accurate. <laughs> it's really accurate. And it's just mind blowing to me how spot on it is. When I learned 
more and more and started reading things, I'm like, wow, this is like looking, taking an inside glimpse into my own life. So I'm sure you are like astrology 101 expert, and I'm going to give you your flowers for even um, tapping into that because I feel like it probably does help a lot with you being able to read, you know, and, and talk to different people about the different things they're going through with that season. So, huh, okay. Yeah. Um, can I say one thing about go that? Go ahead, jump in on that. Yeah. Yeah. I want to touch on this because, you know, in the work that I do, it's all about the person. And you, you mentioned this earlier, we're in a time where mental health has a lot of awareness, which is phenomenal. You know, there's been so many people just trying to cope with the thoughts and the trauma and the things that have been going on, you know, in their mind. And it's been looked down upon to talk to a therapist. So I'm glad that we're coming out of that. But the reason why astrology is important, and I'm so glad that you two have also been looking into your chart, is because it gives us a snapshot of the energy of us, of self. You know, therapy and those things are phenomenal. You should be doing therapy. But mm -hmm. when it comes to astrology, it's what is going with, what is the energy of you? And I'm going to give you a quick example for those people who are like, man, I don't know about astrology. I don't, don't know if it's real. But we do know for a fact that the planets affect life here on Earth. For example, when there's a full moon, what does it do? It affects the tides. It affects the waters. Humans, we're over 70% water. So it affects our body. And, you know, according, if you look up statistics, you know, crime, different things goes up during the full moon because there's so many people who can't control or don't know how to utilize that energy in their body and they, you know, start to do crazy things. So I would encourage everyone to get into astrology because you will see aspects about yourself that help you understand yourself. And guess what? When you start to view yourself differently and understand some of the shadow areas or some of those parts of you that you may not know as well, you can start to make better decisions and work on yourself. And that's the biggest thing right now. We should be at a place where we're working on ourselves to be the best version of who we are. I love that you're already bringing the positivity, bringing the inside perspective um, on even something as simple as learning about astrology. That's why I said when I, in all seriousness, when I really started tapping into it, it gave me a better sense of self. And I'm yeah. very big on, you know, just being self-aware. We've got to understand our identity, what we're mm -hmm. feeling in that moment, why we're feeling in that moment, what is going on in our lives and psychologically, mentally, emotionally, being able to tap into all those areas. It's so crucial as we're trying to juggle all these different things, wear all these different hats. Um, at the end of the day, we have to really have a better understanding of really what's going on and who we are. So I love that you're yeah. sharing that impact, but even touching on mental health and the value of that, because we're starting to have more comfort in talking about it and opening up about it, especially in in minority communities, black communities, being yes. more open to talk about mental health. And I know that you have to do a lot of work around meditation, astrology, self-awareness, identity, purpose, mental health. Um, just shed a light on the just the value of, of your work. And we'll get into more specifically for those that are watching exactly what you do so they have a better understanding of exactly who you are. But um, while we're on that mental health topic, talk to us about the value of it and how you've seen such value in being able to have these open conversations around it. For sure. I love that. Okay, so the first thing I wanted, would do is, you know, let you all know that there's many aspects of the self. Think about it. You have a physical body, you know, and one thing that psychiatrists, psychologists, um, you know, scientists, what we've discovered it is that our body, our physical body actually stores traumas. So a lot of things that we go through, it affects us mentally, but our physical body also. That's why you can, you know, go around somebody or a certain situation that seems familiar. And guess what? 
your hairs on your body start to stand mm. up or you get goosebumps. It's because your body is trying to alert you of something. So I say that to say, so we have our physical body that stores trauma. Then we have our memory, our mind. We've gone through things and it hurts so bad. A lot of times the people don't know how to deal with it. Guess what they do? They bury it down. And we think and we've heard that time heals all, but that's not necessarily true. What we find is that time can help you suppress or forget about it. But guess what? A situation is going to come up in your life and, you know, something happens. And we all know this word triggers. There's internal, there's external triggers. And then guess what? You get triggered and it, you can be triggered by something that reminds you of a situation 5, 10, 15 years ago. And you go through a lot of trauma. It's because that thing hasn't been healed. So we have the mental body where we're storing these memories. We have the physical bodies and then spiritually. Spiritually is when we feel like, man, there's so much more in us. You know, there's greatness or, or we have a mission in life and we can't tap into it or we can't seem to get in tune with ourselves. So my, the focus of my work, and I know we're going to get into more of it later, but it's helping people connect that mind, the body and the soul. Because when we feel completely connected, that's when we feel limitless and powerful. Mm. Oh, you're already dropping gems and I'm loving it. Um, <laughs> but you know what? It's funny that as you were even saying that, it was triggering um, from my own perspective, the way that certain smells can trigger a memory or feelings yep. or, or sounds. You know, when I think of like, I know I used to work in racing, for example. So when I hear certain sounds of engines, it, my mind immediately takes me back to being on the racetrack. There are certain perfumes and smells and and even like I just went back to my high school for the first time in over 10 years. And I walked in the basketball gym where I spent many, 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 many hours and days and months and years. Um, and that smell um, immediately took me back. So you're talking about even on the other end, the triggers that come with that. When you don't have that closure, let's say it has been something traumatic or something unfortunate or a bad experience, just how powerfully that can affect you as well to be in that moment taken back. You know, yes. so, okay, we're, we're, we're jumping the gun a little bit here because you're already dropping gems and people don't even know fully who you are. So the first thing I want to ask you to share with everybody is exactly all that you do because you wear many hats. And so I don't want to just do a disservice to your work as a coach, as an entrepreneur, at all the, the courses and teachings that you're offering around this. So from your beautiful Arizona home, share with everybody tuning in. What exactly do you do, Pharaoh Kyle? What's your work that you're specializing in? All right. Well, first, I want to say this. When you were, when you were doing the intro, you know, you did a great job. But then you mentioned something. You were like, you know, he, he has a book. And I was like, I don't have a book yet. But listen. I know. Listen, I know it's coming. You manifest, you're manifesting <laughs> for me. So I'm like, okay. She's letting me know I need to get on it. But yes. Like you said, I do wear many hats. And it's so interesting because growing up, you know, um, we were in a different time. We were in a period where our parents would lock in, you know, for 20 years, 30 years and focus on one career and try to just be the best at that particular career. But growing up, I had so many interests and um, people would say, hey, you need to just focus on one thing. And I, I would never um, you listen to them because I felt like that would hinder me. It was like I am drawn to things for a reason. So. I locked in and my spiritual journey, it started off, you know, in the fitness space and in the body space. And as I started to really develop, you know, understanding of the body and then, you know, how it works and the nutrition, then I started seeing that we can start healing ourselves through nutrition and different things that we can eat. And then after that, you know, it took me deeper into my spiritual journey and I started to really study the mind, really study the mind, primarily in relationships, because everything in life is relationship. 
you know, when you're first born, you know, and your, your mother is there or whatever, whoever that caregiver is that you had in your life, when you're born, you're searching for connection. And based on that connection, you know, we start to um, create a lot of the ideologies on how we view relationships, how we interact with people. What is our standard? What is OK and what is not OK? Mm -hmm. So I really started studying, you know, relationship and I started to see that it's all about the relationship first with self. What is our relationship with our mind? What is our relationship with our soul? What's our relationship with body? So as I was doing this, the first business that I got interested in was fitness. So I started a, a you know a fitness company. I had a mentor at the time, and he really just you know helped me lock in. And um, I don't know if we're gonna get you know more into my story a little later, but <clears throat> I locked in fitness company. And then after that, I got into another business, had a very very big win in business. And what I discovered is like, and it, this is what's so cool. It's so cool because now, especially since 2020, we're seeing everybody wants to, you know, start their own business and be independent mm -hmm. and not work for anybody. You know, when I started 10 years ago, it was very challenging because I was the, the young kid who thought he was smarter, thought he was different, trying to do stuff. And people are just like, man, you keep trying things when you look up and your friends are two, three, four, five years into their career. But I just felt like, you know, the future is really about ownership, owning your time, owning yourself and really taking accountability of what you want to create in life. So within that, so, you know, fitness, nutrition, you know, studying the mind and relationships and then business. And what I discovered, because I, I had to figure out, OK, how does it all come together? Right. So what I discovered is for my life, I wanted to find out how do I feel successful in my life? So what I discovered is for me, there's five pillars of success, mind, body, soul. Those are what I call the inner pillars. When you feel connected to yourself, when you feel like, man, I know why I'm here and what I'm supposed to create, then it helps you step into the two outer pillars, which are business. You know, what are your gifts and, your gifts and talents and how are you using them to create in the world? And then relationships, you know, that's what friends, family, you know, significant others. So mind, body, soul, business relationships, those are the five things that I really focus on. And okay. when you think about it, they're all one thing because they deal with a successful person. Oof. Okay. A lot to unpack there because what I love is the fact that you took what you're passionate about and pursued mm -hmm. it heavily. And as you mentioned, yes. things are changing, especially around the especially around 2020 and, and COVID and all that it's brought to force people to start to take a look in the mirror of what am I doing? I know I had that reflection period of, okay, what am I doing and what do I want to be doing and how can I get there? And for you, it's it's being able to create a career that aligns so well with who you are, but also to be able to do something bigger than yourself, to be able to help others, to be able to um, allow others to tap in. Even those five pillars of success that you mentioned, like just changing people's perspectives and outlook to have a better sense of self and, and everything around them which is so, so vital and goes such a long way. And so I want to get into more about your spiritual journey. Um, but I first want to tap into more around these five pillars of success, because mm -hmm. that is something so small, but, but goes such a long way. So how did you mm -hmm. come up with these and then dive into them a little bit deeper for us around how they're all just kind of connected, but more importantly, how they, how you came up with this? Because I'm, I know that for me, as you were saying, I'm like, that actually makes sense. But it didn't make sense until I heard you say it. <laughs> you know, like I wouldn't even have thought of that. So where did these five pillars of success come from? Okay, cool. So they came, you know, within my journey. What I started to do is I started looking around. 
you know, while I'm trying to really figure out how I want to construct my life, because, you know, we create our lives, right? We're the engineers mm-hmm. of our life, how I want to construct my life, as well as I was tapping into these different interests. And I felt like each one of them was important for me to feel successful. So then after that, there's there's this test. Um, I don't know if, you know, some of you guys are aware there's something called Strength Finders. Very good. It's like 50 bucks to take this test. But it goes and it analyzes your different strengths. Some people have a strength of positivity. Some people are connectors. And my number one is analytical. I'm very analytical. So I'm able to basically dissect situations. So a lot of my frustrations in life would happen when I would make a mistake and I I would then learn, you know, about it so I can, you know, um, correct my actions. And it was just like, why didn't I know this? Why why weren't we taught Mm. this? Like, where are these keys to life? So my my journey is about discovering these keys to life and then passing them on, you know, to other people. But what I started to do is I started to analyze people who were successful. And I would see like, man, you know, certain people have all the money in the world, but they suck at relationships and then they're overweight. And then you have some people who mm. got the fitness together and got the relationships, but they can't figure out how to get the bag, you know, how to get money. And I started to look and then I'll see people who look like they had it all but they were like spiritually dead and they weren't happy. So I said, man, there has to be a key. What is a component in every area that if you figure it out, you will feel successful. So for me, I was like, man, I want to be the healthiest I can be. You know, I want to have clear thoughts, a clear mind. Spiritually, I want to feel like I'm working in a purpose. I want to have abundant relationships. And also I want to understand business, want to be able to teach business and have money and resources so that I won't be limited in how I give or how I show up. So when I really mm. thought about it, I was like, man, if you become successful in all of these areas, man, you're really winning. So we need to teach a new blueprint. You know, it's, it's interesting because as you were saying that, um, it just got me thinking of what we really learned. And look, I, I am a big advocate for education in all aspects and just being like a learner of life because there are just so many things we can always learn. Even now I'm learning Spanish is a little bit, I already know Spanish, but I'm learning more Spanish, I should say. Um, I, yes. I just feel like we should always be learning something, you know, we should always be trying to find ways to continue to stimulate our brains, but also just take in more information. And it's just interesting to me, mm-hmm. the fact that in all of our years of education, and I have my master's degree, so I'm gonna add two extra years onto that, that we don't have these mm-hmm. conversations, but you really think about it. Like we're, we learn a lot of different things and, and cross math and science and reading and health. And we have um, extracurriculars and, and, and specials, but we don't actually sit down and learn things like how our mind works in that sense. You know, yeah. unless you're taking a psychology course or you're taking maybe an ethics course or something like that. So it is just interesting to me how you're able to bring these different concepts forward. And that's why I say, writing as a book because you do have a book. It just isn't written yet. Um, but I know Ooh, it's I going to happen. I'm, I'm sure, right? It's, it's there. The blueprint is there. You just haven't put it on paper yet. But I know for a fact that, you know, in, in all seriousness, that you're creating all these different tools to be able to help others. So let's take a step back because your birth name is not Pharaoh, which I was like, okay, if your birth name is actually Pharaoh, I am blown away by the fact that it was manifested before you even got (laughs) into your career that you're going to be working in a space where you're going to be helping others. But let's backtrack on your spiritual journey, how you went from Ryan to Pharaoh. Mm -hmm. And then, um, you know, from there, just kind of stepped into really accepting your your passion and your purpose to help others. So 
Tell us a little bit more about that for those that are tuning in and don't know the background of your spiritual journey. Gotcha. So I normally start this story, you know, my spiritual journey, which started um, 2011. But, you know, throughout the story, I'm going to give you a little context before then. So 2011. So I'm like 10 years in. Christmas of this year marks officially 10 years. And, you know, the 26th of, of December, the 26th of December will be going into, you know, my 11th year on this journey. But what happened was I was at this point in my life. I was young and everything in my life was going wrong. You know, I know you guys, some of you guys have been at that point where you're trying, you know, you're trying to be better. You're trying to do better, but it's just not working. So I figured out that I needed to change because I was just, get, just getting the same results over and over again. So what happened is I started Googling. You know, right now we're so blessed to have, you know, Instagram and, you know, people like Renee who are bringing different people to, <laughs> you know, the surface to inspire us. Right. But back then, oh, you know, there was no Instagram stories. You could follow your favorite influencer, none of those type of things. And I started Googling, you know, how to become successful you know, how, how to change your life, you know, how to become rich. What do the rich do to become successful? All of these things. And I stumbled across this interview by Will Smith and it, you know, forever changed okay. the course, the trajectory of my life. And he was talking about this book called The Alchemist. And in this book, you know, it's a story about this little boy who, you know, he wants to go and see the world. And he's a shepherd boy. So his whole livelihood, everything he knows how to become successful has to deal with him being in one place, taking care of these sheep and going through a, a similar routine year after year. So he had to make a decision. In order for me to go see the world, I'm going to have to basically cut off the world that I know, allow that world to, to basically die and step into the newness of the unknown. And guess what mm. he decides? He decides to do that. Yep. And what he, he finds out is, that the universe, you know, conspires in your favor. Once you take action, it's like it has your back. Certain doors are going to open. You're going to meet people. And that's exactly what happens. And I read that whole book in a single day. And I was extremely inspired. And I said, man, I'm the little boy in this book. You know, it's, <laughs> it's my, me. It's my, me. <laughs> my time to discover my, um, my journey. And the thing was, I still didn't have a job. I was still in between jobs. And the next thing that I did is I said, man, I want to do something profound. So I remember this time in my life. So I, I looked at people, you know, I grew up in the church. So I looked at, pe at people like, you know, Jesus and then different religions like um, Mohammed and Gandhi and different people who are very inspirational. Steve Jobs at the time, Tesla. These are people who, you know, changed the course of history. And I wanted to see what was a common thread. What's one thing that they all did? Because they had to have some secret. And one thing that I, I found and which you called to me was that they all fasted. It would be periods where they wanted a spiritual breakthrough, they wanted a mental breakthrough, and they just basically cut themselves off from the distractions for a certain period and locked in. And that's what I did. I went on a three-day fast. It started the 26th of December, 2011. Um, the last time I ate meat was on Christmas. I wanted to remember that date. And Aww. I went three days. Yep, three days, only water. And I started 2012, you know, with this new person. Uh, and the first thing that I wanted to do was to change my body. I was a super skinny kid and I wanted to change my body. So I really locked in, got in the gym and I came across my first mentor and he changed my life. I had this goal. I had this goal. I, wanted, I was like, I want to be a millionaire. I'm going to be successful one day. I'm going to be able to help other people. And then it dawned on me one day. 
I don't know how to be a millionaire. Like when you think about that, we never think about that. We're like, we're going to grind. We're going to make it. We're going to get money. But I didn't have the skills. I didn't have a track record of doing that. So I needed to learn from someone who did. Right. So I, I, I was in Atlanta, Georgia at this time. So I met my first mentor. And I remember I set up a business meeting. I was all professional, put on a nice shirt. And um, he owned a restaurant. And I went in, I met with him. I wrote down some questions, asked him some questions. And then when I got done, he was like, you know what? You're really smart. You know, you're a really cool guy. You remind me of, you know, of myself. Man, if you ever need anything, just call me. You don't got to be so formal. You know, just be yourself. <laughs> so it was really cool. <laughs> able just to see that on a personal level, like I wanted this. And I really was starting to embody success. And I was open to learn. And that's how I got one of my first wins. As I started working out and really start putting in the work, people would come up to me and say, hey, man, do you, do you train? And I was like, you know, no. So I asked God, I was like, I need a sign. If, if I can be successful as a trainer, let another person come to me. And that same day, another person asked me in the gym. So I went to my mentor at the time and I said, hey, listen, I want to start this business. You know, you own this pizza restaurant. We were in like the Beverly Hills part of Atlanta. So very successful and affluent Ooh. people around can I put a very nice professional flyer, you know, you approve it on the pizza boxes so that when people are in their homes eating this deep dish pizza and they're feeling fat, they, they look at the flyer and they're like, hey, I need to work out. And then boom, my info is right there. And then I'm working very well. I spent about 100 bucks on those flyers and was able to grow a business within like two weeks with 15 clients. And um, my first goal was to make $10,000 in a month. And I, I believe it was about month five or month six, I was able to hit that. And then, you know, my life just really changed, really, really changed after that. <laughs> wow. Wow. Um, I love it. Uh, honestly, that's incredible because, you know, when you there, there's this, the quote and the, the concept that we don't understand life until we look back on it. Yeah. You know, when you're going through it, when you're moving forward. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When you're moving forward, it doesn't make sense. And Mm -hmm. for you, as you talk about like the little the different steps that helped you move forward, reading the book, The Alchemist and just having that that even that enlightenment, um, having a mentor, having somebody approach you and, and, and through that getting that sign of this is something I should be doing, investing in yourself. You talk about you, you spend money to put together flyers and end up growing a clientele from it, you know? All these different steps that you're taking that I'm sure as you give us the spark notes and the quick version of everything from that December 26th decision to start fasting, or I'm sure it started before then, of course, but December 25th being the last day you ate meat, ate meat yep. to now fasting for three days from there, just this moving along and not really sure and having the faith and, and the confidence and knowing that it's, it's going to work out, you know, whatever I'm supposed to be doing, I'm going to be doing. I always say what's, what's meant for you will not miss you. You know, whatever, yes. it, it may not happen when you expect it to happen. Hi, everyone. It's your host, Renee Washington. Just taking a quick pause from this episode of Beyond the Headlines to talk to you about Pair Networks. If you have a business, you need a website. And what's the best way to get a website up and running? Choose a website hosting company that makes it simple like Pair Networks. Pair has over 20 years of experience managing the entire digital ecosystem for thousands of online businesses all around the world. And Pair makes it easy for you with do-it-yourself website building tools and features, including simple drag and drop page design. 
And they have guaranteed U.S.-based support technicians ready to help you whenever you need it, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. And right now, when you sign up with Pair Networks, you'll receive one free month of web hosting. So see for yourself how easy it is to build your website for free. Visit pair.com slash free to get your first month of website hosting for free by using the code QUICKSTART. That's pair, P-A-I-R, dot com slash free. Promo code QUICKSTART, all one word, to get started today. Pair.com slash free. Promo code QUICKSTART. All right, guys, let's get back to this episode of Beyond the Headlines. But it will happen at some point, as long as you keep moving forward. So here you are now, over 10 years later, and I got to, you know, give you your snaps on that. That's awesome to even hear. It's encouraging. It's inspiring. And you're major. You've got all this work that you're doing. You've got courses. You've got webinars. You're, you're reaching thousands and thousands of people. You know, what are you working on right now um, in terms of just being able to continue to grow in the work that you're doing to help others? Very, very interesting. I saw on the intro, um, you know, for the show and it, it, it really sh- it showed um, I think it, it shows something about as far as Black Lives Matter or, or something doing with, you know, civil rights. And it's very interesting because during the time in our country last year, when there was so much, you know, going on in, you know, civil rights and and just so many things that were going on in the country, I really tapped in. And for me, remember, I'm always analyzing cycles and I just see the same thing really happening over and over. And, you know, we get upset and then we voice and then things go back to normal and then something else happens. So what I wanted to really figure out is. What are the keys that people overall, everybody, you know, I love everyone that people are missing. And then specifically in our community, you know, what are we missing? And there's so many, so many things, you know, um, a disconnect with self, you know, so many of us who came from very bad areas and had to survive. We're continuously in this survival mode. We can't focus on thriving because we're surviving. So I really want to lock Mm. in and see how can we shift from those. So it was helping people connect with mind, body, soul, because the, when people are constantly self-destructing, it's because you have a disconnect with yourself and you don't know who you are. When we're able to see the God within us and tap into that God self, we become like God, a creator, instead of being destruct- destructive. So I wanted to create a system that can teach people you know, how to connect back with self-love and then how to start adopting the mindset of abundance to start being able to create financial abundance because i felt like if we can connect back with our purpose and self-love realize we have value tune into our gifts with the mindset instead of poverty or survival of now thriving then we can start creating our own economic abilities and join together and really create change so what what i'm really focused on i created a a self-love course which is phenomenal and i price it extremely you know, inexpensive is, is less than a hundred bucks. So I really did this for people. But then once I start working with them, then we start working on the mindset for abundance. And it's really mm-hmm. what I wish I would have learned 10 years ago, but what I started learning from that first mentor. So, and then now my goal is it's so interesting because so many people focus on, you know, how do I create more money? How do I get more clients? I wanted to create a system where I can just focus. How can I help more people? I know the more people I help, the more abundance and those things will come in, but I don't have to focus on how do we get more money. It's how do we get more change, help more people shift to an abundant mindset 
and then the numbers are just mm-hmm. coming in after that. So it, it, it's really phenomenal. So I'm, I'm working on helping our people, helping the world connect with self-love and create their own economic success. Oof. And, and, and that's exactly it, you know, and you're doing it for the right reasons. Of course, you want to have more money in your pocket. We all do. Um, mm-hmm. But if you're if you're so if you're solely focused on the financial gain, you're missing out on so much more as you're sharing. You know, if you have more people you're connecting with, more people you're helping, able to expand your reach. And now you're changing lives. First of all, that positive feedback that people are going to be sharing about you from their experience will only help you grow. You know, if you're so focused on so, and being small sided on just the financial aspect, you're going to miss out on much more. So, you know, I, I think that's something that even as you're sharing is it's good that you're clarifying because there are people, unfortunately, out here that see that there is this market around webinars and courses and 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 putting out, hey, I'll give you this 10-step course. And for this, you'll get this, 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 and this. But unfortunately, not everybody's doing it for the right reasons. So we're falling into a whole other um, side of, of, of the career aspect that people are trying to almost take advantage of others because of the fact that they know that this is the time to almost capitalize on that. So I, I like that you're being so authentic and so real and what you're sharing. And so again, for those that are for those that are listening, you know, you have multiple courses. I know you were in Mexico, if I believe it was that we spoke in the summer. Um, you've been doing a lot of different things. So explain not only yourself, your self love and the self help that you're doing with your, um, I believe it's your seven day course. Tell us about all the different courses yep. you've offered mm-hmm. recently, just to give people an inside look into the fact that you're out here doing things. You're the real deal. You know, it's it's not this is not a gimmick. You're really out here looking to help other people. And yeah, thank you. Thank you. And and I want to piggyback. I want to go back a little bit before I answer this question. The reason why is like I, I want you all to really understand that, you know, this level of focus or even of, you know, being able to lock in and really focus on other people. It didn't happen overnight. I don't want you all so many times I feel like, mm. you know, people get discouraged because they look at people who've been like myself, who've been on a journey for 10 years, you know, and it might be your first yeah. year, your second year. So I really want to encourage you that you know, continue day after day and you will continue to build because my after, you know, my success with the fitness company, I, I did another company. I had set this goal to make a million dollars by the age of 30. And I was able to accomplish that through my next business. And what I did is I sold um, products at trade shows around the country. And within that, that product was an animal. It was the animal will take orders for these, these um, exotic animals called sugar gliders. Really smart. They come when they're called um, they're in the same family as um, kangaroos and koala bears, really cute animal. So I started making a lot of money. And what happened is I wasn't really happy. It, it didn't bring me the level of fulfillment and joy that I thought I would have. Now, I felt good, like from an egotistical sense, like, man, I'm balling, I'm buying Louie, I'm doing all of these other things. But deep down, it was this desire to really help people. So I ended up, you know, pivoting away from that particular business. And the reason I'm able to focus and lock in on the actual people now and not the money is because I've realized that we need to have, for us to feel fulfilled, we have to feel like we're really connecting and adding value to the world. We're building the to building the world in some way. And there's different, you know, forms of that. So, you know, it took me a while to get to this point to be able to just lock in two people and really have that heart of service. And I wanted to share that with you guys because I don't want you guys just to think that, you know, I woke up and I was like this overnight. 
<clears throat> I like that because as you're sharing, it took 10 years. That's why I wanted you to take us through your journey because this did not happen overnight. You didn't wake up one day and say, you know what? I like fitness. I think I want to fast. I think I want to yeah. help people. I think I want to build my own business. I don't want to work in a, in a nine to five anymore. You know, it took you time to get here, which in itself is is inspiring for others because there are many other people that are, are near one year, two year, three right now, and maybe ready to quit and give up. But as you're mentioning, it took you 10 years. It might take somebody else 20 years. It might take somebody else four years. It varies for everyone. And I love the fact that something I always admire is there are people, when you look at the most successful people in the world, you talk about someone like Steve Jobs and, and Bill Gates and um, Oprah Winfrey and all these different people that we look up to and admire, where it took them a lot of failures, a lot of yep. um, having to go back to the drawing board, having to fix things, having to like pivot and adjust yep. and really focus on, okay, this didn't work. What can I do next? Or this isn't working how I want it to work. What can I do next? And reevaluating the work that they're doing because it does not happen overnight and it does not happen easily as you're, as you're yep. stressing. So I, I love that little tidbit. What is your advice to someone else? I mean, I know you talk about just, you know, kind of staying the course, but what is your advice to someone else right now? I'll, I'll focus first on the struggle of changing into a new season. Because as we talked about before, this is a, a literal new season as we're getting into the fall. It's a new mm -hmm. season around coming out of COVID. It's a new season as we're getting into the holidays. For many people, they're they're changing because of the fact that COVID is opening opening things up and whatever else we're going through around it. Um, maybe their job is changing. Their family's changing. Their, their family might be growing. There's a lot of change going on right now. So what is your message to people as they are navigating through that change of ways to just stay focused? Give us a little, I know um, you probably can talk about this for hours in itself, but okay. what, what would be your biggest message to them and advice for navigating the change of season? The first thing to do is to get clear because when, when we're not clear and I'm going to dive into what gets clear means, but when we're not clear on what we want out of life, what makes us happy and where we're going in life, when we're not clear, then it opens up the door for confusion, the feeling stuck. That's when we start getting anxious mm. because it's like, man, what am I doing? I'm getting older. You're looking at everybody else. So the first thing that you can do in this new season and which will set you up for a great beginning and phenomenal year next year is to get clear. And the first question I would ask myself is, um, you know, what is the most important thing to me right now? And just ask yourself and be honest. It, you may be in a, a very stressful situation and it may be a situation where I just need, I want peace. I'm tired of the drama. The most important thing for me right now is to get away from the drama. And as you start to evaluate that question, you may see, man, I have certain friends who always bring drama or I have certain people at work who always bring drama. So it can guide you to maybe taking a break from certain relationships. But get clear, ask yourself those questions. What do you want out of life? And then set a big goal. You know, I, I always tell my clients when I first start coaching them is one of the questions that I ask them is, what is what are three ways that you want to feel every single day, right? So happy, mm -hmm. you know, loving, um, you know, uh, abundant. Okay, so I want to feel these ways every single day. Now, what is it going to take to create the life or lifestyle so that every day I feel happy, every day I feel abundant? And when you start asking yourself these questions, then you're going to start getting directed to answers, and then you can make better decisions. So many people are suffering. I'm going to tell you why. We're suffering because we have no plan for the future, so we're living day mm -hmm. by day. And you, you cannot 
we we have we don't this is our first lifetime so we don't have en enough experience yet to make those in the game plays without you know a coach without a guide or at least sitting down beforehand creating a, a plan or some goals for our life so get super clear set some goals and then take action on them I love it. And actually ties in perfectly to one of our comments that we have, um, Keisha, who is um, joining us and, and tuned in, who's asking, what should her first step be? Because she's thinking of creating her own artwork to help people learn how to paint. And as you talk about even being able to just figure out your why, sticking to that. Mm -hmm. So that actually perfectly leads into my next question. It's similar to what Keisha's is, is not only um, as we were just looking at the change in season, but I want to take a step at for those that are looking to create because that is hard. I know I get asked that all the time. What should I do if I have, you know, people have a vision, they have an idea, they're not sure how to put that into action. And I know it's probably a lot of similar types of advice as what you just mentioned, but on the business side, what is your advice to someone that is looking to create their own and looking to be innovative and put their plans into action? Oh man, this is so much fun. So, you know, it's, <laughs> this is, it's, there's two ways this can go, right? So if it was like a really big project or something, I'll give you the list of, you know, is there a need in the marketplace? You know, what's the problem are you solving? But we're going to take it to, you know, people who are right now, they have a gift or talent like Keisha, you know, you're able to paint and how can you go ahead and get started? So the first thing that, you know, I would do is create your why. Like, why do you want to do this? The reason why is because there's going to be opportunity. There's going to be times, opportunities. There's going to be times where it gets challenging, it gets hard, and you're going to win and quit. So you need to go back to something that's going to motivate you to keep to keep going. Maybe you look pretty young, but I don't know. You know, for other people, maybe you know you need you want more free time. You know, with your children, or maybe you want to create more abundance for your children. So you have to be able to create something where you can control the product so that you can control your time. Whatever that why is, get very clear on your why. And then what I would do is I would either get a mentor in that same space. And if you can't afford that right now, then go on YouTube. YouTube has so many resources for everything where you can just really start learning from good people. I'm going to give you a quick story. I have a, fr a friend and I have other coaches. We were working with this one videographer, this, this, this young kid. He's 23 years old and now he, he's editing. He started his own business. He completely learned from YouTube. Now he's making in between $10,000 and $12,000 a month at 23 years old. And all of his education came from YouTube. So there's really no excuse on, you know, really learning and focusing in on whatever you want to do. So as far as you mm -hmm. with the artwork, Keisha, that's phenomenal because we're at a, a time right now where people want to, you know, express themselves. But I, what I would do, you know, from now stepping into the coaching arena for entrepreneurs, what I would do is I would, I would create this program. I will find a niche. What I'm thinking of is right now, there's so many people who have to homeschool their kids. There's still a lot of people homeschooling their kids. There's still a lot of parents who have their kids at home. Why don't you create interactive program, target the different schools because they're looking for some type of programs for these kids who are at home. And then you can cut a deal. You can cut a deal with them and you can instantly, you know, start generating a, a great amount of resources as long as it's really thought out and it's constructed properly. Because at the end of the day, all they're going to do is go through it and see if it makes actual sense. If it makes sense, it doesn't matter if you're, you know, 10 years old or, you know, 50 years old. If you can create something that makes sense and then you know how to, you know, negotiate, that's something that you can do and change your life very, very, very quickly. It's kind of reminds me of I had the idea to put a flyer on a pizza box and I instantly had a business within two weeks. Changed my life. 
Yes, yes, dropping more nuggets and gems. My goodness, because I think I I always have these same conversations with people and there are so many local resources. You talk about for art, for example, with, with Keisha, and she is she is younger, um, to be able to tap into the local schools and take advantage of that fact that there is a need there. I know there are a lot of schools around the pandemic that had to drop their specials. You know, that they don't have as many teachers in the in the building. They might not have as as many, I know the local schools around me don't have specials. So even being able to provide that, hey, I'll come in once a week and I'll do it, I'll have an art class for the students or after school program. You know, I think that is something that we often lose sight of the resources in our own backyard. They don't have to cost anything. They don't have to require you to fly across the world or like drop everything and do something major. So just start where you are. I always say that, start where you are. Yeah. If you wanna do something, host a, host a, a virtual art class or, or go and do um, something you know, to the, at the local school, as you mentioned. There are so many resources around us that we can tap into that we sometimes overlook, as you mentioned, Putting a flyer on a pizza box—that's something that's genius. You know the local pizza uh, guy that's your that's your mentor. You slap some nice flyers on there. You've got an audience that you're now reaching. So what you're saying is just ties into a bigger message of being able to just start where you are, taking those baby steps, and then you're growing your audience the right way. Also, you're getting that direct feedback. You're getting an idea of okay, what is again, what is working, what's not working, to continue to build and grow from there. So I I agree with you one thousand percent. And um, I know we're running out of time here. So I, I definitely want to get into before we wrap up because you didn't specifically share it. But like I said before, I'm, I'm fascinated by your spiritual journey of, of self and mm-hmm. making that transition into being Pharaoh and making that transition into really being able to embody the work that you do and, and talk the talk and walk the walk. So, gotcha. you know, for those <laughs> that are listening, can you share more about that change? you know, the literal change of your name, but also just the emotional change to be able to have the confidence and to be able to have the mindset that this is what you're going to do and you're going to continue to pursue it. Awesome. I'm so glad that you came back to this because, you know, when I really changed my name, it was challenging. But what happened is I started, you're you're so welcome, Keisha, and I hope you're, you know, (laughs) falling out of control very, very soon. Um, I started to change. And then I would go back around old friends and they didn't recognize me. They're like, man, you're so different. You're this and you're that. But what Mm. happens is people, when they don't understand, they try to uh, cling on to the old identity or the old self. And I wasn't that person anymore. I wasn't trying to hang out and party and do all these things. Not that there's anything wrong with it, but all of the time, you know, there was other things I wanted to do as well. So I was in meditation one day and I really was trying to focus on you know, how can I impact, you know, the world? And what really came to me is that instead of focusing on actual products, I know I create products, but like, what is the baseline thing that I'm focused on? What is the problem that I'm trying to solve in the world is getting people back connected with their bodies, with themselves. And when you look at ancient texts, they say that our body is our temple, right? This is our house. You know, this is the house that our spirit, that our soul lives in. And I was in meditation and they, what, what I heard was, you know, you're stepping into the role of a pharaoh, a pharaoh, the creator. And, and pharaoh means great house. So my role is to help build up people, help build up people. So everything that I do, I want to leave, you know, a person feeling better, feeling more inspired, more in tune, connected with themselves, more hopeful, you know, because I had a conversation with them. 
So in that transition, Ryan, you know, means king. So the first half of my journey, I was just like, man, I got to create the success. I got to do all of these things. I create this empire. But then it's like <laughs> this name, Pharaoh, you know, it, it kind of reminds you of king, but it's deeper. I'm focused on the people. And to me, that is my success. So I need to touch as many lives as freaking possible because that's the only way at the end of my days that I'm going to feel like I actually feel my purpose. Mm. My name means queen. Well, Reina is queen. So there you go. Um, but I don't, that's, that's what I was, as you were saying that it hit me. I'm like, your real name means king. My na real name means queen. But no, in all seriousness, I like what you're even sharing about the change and the way people start to notice that you were changing because I know I even went through that myself and I still do. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I'm, I'm in my late twenties. I'm in that, like, I'm not a college student anymore, but I'm not a full, I'm not married with kids. I'm, I'm a tweener. I'm somewhere in between where I don't want to be partying all, you know, every weekend, all day, every day, but I'm not, you know, on the other side of that either. And when you talk about the changes, I think that is something that's hard for people is to be able to let go. You know, it's, it's, it's hard to let go of the fact, well, no, it's not actually. It was very easy for me to make that decision to stop going out every weekend. But it's hard for some people to let go of who you were to become who you want to be, you know? Yeah. And you have, to, you have to let go of some things. And I always think kind of like, I'm not, I don't have a green thumb at all, but I, I understand it. When you have to like pull weeds and plant and get rid of dead and get rid of what's no longer helping the plant grow so something new can grow in, that's what we have to do in our lives is get rid of those yeah. Those things that are no longer helping us grow. And that's a big testament as you're sharing to your journey that you can now share that perspective with others of just the way that it's so vital to make sure that in these seasons, as you're changing, you're also evolving yourself yeah. and in your identity itself. So um, I definitely want to get give you a chance to plug all that you have going on and be able to share with everybody. Where can they follow? What's your, your website, your links? your um what you have work that you're working on in terms of your courses that people can check out let everyone know plug and promo all that you've got going on pharaoh for everyone to be able to check it out awesome awesome so the primary way you know that i would love for you to reach out is on my instagram it's right here uh pharaoh333 and i want you guys to know that i spend about five hours a day in my dm so i will personally you know connect with you you know try to try to schedule a call if i can help you if i can't help you and point you to the right resources. But the, the primary focus right now is I have two programs. I have the self-love course. Those are for people who, you know, right now they're like, I need help. I need an affordable option. And I want to watch videos and go through this digital journal and video set that I created. They want to go that route. And then the second route is the 21 day transformation. And these, these are for people who say, man, I want, you know, to talk to you, want to connect with a tribe of like-minded people. And I want to level up mind, body, soul, and really focus on either improving my business or figuring out what a business can be for me. You know, that's a little bit more intensive. So if you're very interested, you know, or interested in jump on to my Instagram, she put the social, man, you are awesome. She put the social tap down here <laughs> and, um, you know, let's t tap in and whatever resources that I have, I would love to share with you because I can't change the world on my own, but if we can create an army of people dedicated to the same thing, man, we're going to look up and our whole world is going to be different. So let's do it. Change the world one person at a time. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I'm also glad that you not only got the chance to share with us all the great things that you're doing, but also I may have possibly been watching the sunset 
behind you because I've never been to Arizona and it's, it's so beautiful, beautiful what I'm seeing yeah. behind you. <laughs> I'm like, okay. As I'm, I'm like casually like listening to what you're saying, but also watching the change with the trees in the background. I'm a little jealous. Um, again, it's, it looks beautiful there. But thank you so much for, for taking time to join the show and sharing with us your journey, your spiritual journey, your career journey, and all the great work that you're doing through your courses, your work, and your book that you are going to be publishing coming in soon. X amount yes. of years, coming soon. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate you for taking time to join us for our Positive Vibes Only segment here on Beyond the Headlines and keep doing what you're doing to change the world one person at a time. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you, everybody. And I hope to connect with you all on IG. Awesome. Well, there you heard it. Five hours a day that he spends on Instagram, Pharaoh. Kyle will be able to respond. He, hey, responded to me very quickly. He does get back to you. And like he shared, you can definitely give him a follow on his links here. But I thank you guys so much for tuning in and join us for another episode of Beyond the Headlines. I'm sorry I don't have a great background with the Arizona scene, with the sun setting. Um, but I'm happy to have at least been able to share with you some great insight around just growing your own and building your own. So as always, you can give us a follow across all social media platforms. You can tune into the show each and every week as we're bringing you a live new episode of Beyond the Headlines presented by Fox Sports. So I hope that you enjoyed this opportunity to learn, be inspired, um, have some, some perspective shared with you around astrology, mental health, creating your own, and really just the process of going about building a dream into a reality. So I appreciate you as always. I'm your host, Renee Washington. You can give me a follow across my handles. And if you want to keep up with all the great things that the show is doing, because we are doing some exciting new things. I did change my background, actually, in all seriousness, if you may have noticed. But we have some other great things coming along with the show. Our team is working hard behind the scenes to make things happen. So keep up to date. Give us a follow so that you can keep up with all the new and exciting things that we have going on beyond the headlines. So I hope you guys have a great rest of your week and enjoy it. Stay blessed. Stay consistent. Keep plugging away. And of course, as Farrah was sharing, just continue to take it one day at a time, chipping away at whatever that goal is, whatever that dream is, because you will wake up a year from now, two years, shoot, a week from now and see the progress and growth that you've made as you stay the course and run your own race on your journey to whatever it is you're trying to achieve. So have a good one. And I will see you guys more on Beyond the Headlines with your host, me, Renee Washington, next time. See you later. Only on Beyond the Headlines. This is Beyond the Headlines. <laughs> Only on Beyond the Headlines. This is Beyond the Headlines. <laughs> Only on Beyond the Headlines. This is Beyond the Headlines. With Renee Washington.